What many don't realize is that what goes in tandem with saying no and creating stronger boundaries around your time is getting over the fear of missing out and the fear of criticism. Both are required parts of this time management journey. Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, founder of Zivli. As a geriatric physical therapist, I saw the heartbreaking effects of insulin resistance. At Zivli, our mission is to help you prevent and reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention through a low insulin and inflammation lifestyle. Each week on this podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable tips to lose weight, keep it off, and get healthy. If you're ready to create a body and life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. People see someone thin and often assume they know nothing about what it's like to lose weight. And that's just not always the case. We don't know what anyone has really been through. Looks can be deceiving. Everyone's weight loss journey and challenges are different. While I'm around 140 pounds today, I wasn't always. In my life, I've actually lost 85 pounds. This episode is covering a little mindset tip that helped me get there along the way. Now, first off, I've never lost 85 pounds at once. My highest non-pregnancy weight was 160. I lost 15 pounds over the course of several years after physical therapy school and got to around 145. I had two 35 pound weight losses after each of my pregnancies. That adds up to 85 pounds lost over the last 10 years, and no one would ever know unless I told them. If you'd followed me for a while, you likely know the low insulin and inflammation strategies I use to lose the weight. If you're new, I'll link to a playlist in the description to help you get familiar with the strategies. But one thing I think is so commonly overlooked when it comes to weight loss and something that really has helped me lose and maintain my weight is saying no, editing my life down to the essentials and stopping everything else. One saying I use often in this process of refining is if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Had I not simplified my life significantly, I would not have had the emotional bandwidth or physical energy to focus on my weight loss or health goals. And for me, it's never been about the weight. It's always been about how I feel. I want to feel strong, fit, healthy, and confident. I don't care what the scale says. I probably only weigh myself once a month at the most. It's kind of like Marie Kondo's KonMarie organizing method. Her website describes this process as a simple but effective tidying method, ensuring you will never relapse to clutter. It uses a unique selection criterion, choosing what sparks joy. You are not choosing what to discard, but rather choosing to keep only the items that speak to your heart. Through tidying, you can reset your life and spend the rest of your life surrounded by the people and things you love the most. So think of this as tidying your life instead of your closet. And we're working more like Michelangelo did when he made the statue of David. He said, I created a vision of David in my mind and simply carved away anything that was not David. He said no to everything that wasn't David. We are carving away everything that is not in line with the best version of yourself you see in your head and feel in your heart. So how do we do this? Practically speaking, you can divide your time into four buckets. The first are time wasters. The second is home. The third is extracurriculars. And the fourth is work. 
I'll give some examples from each for how I've said no to create more time and space in my schedule to focus on my health. Margin time is required for weight loss. There is no way around it. Everything you say yes to, you are saying no to something else, and usually that something is you, your time, your energy, your attention. It's critical to guard all three and use them in a way that is most effective to reach your goals. Let's start with the time waster bucket. The most obvious is social media and TV. Mindlessly scrolling through your phone, looking at TikToks, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Pinterest. Be honest with yourself. How much time are you wasting each day on social media? 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 60 minutes? You are saying yes to this mind-numbing activity and no to something more productive. Make a social media screen time goal and modify your environment to reach it. I deleted Facebook and Snapchat from my phone. I would have deleted Instagram if I didn't use it for a business, and for a while, I deleted Pinterest. When I added it back, I put it off of the front page of my phone so that I had to swipe to get to it. This makes me think about if I really want to open it or not. How many hours a day are you currently watching TV? I'll be honest here and say right now, it's usually one to two for me. My husband and I intentionally watch TV together and cuddle at night because that recharges our batteries. That's our downtime together. But other than that and some select sporting activities, go Huskers, I don't watch much TV or news. So where in your life are you wasting your time by saying yes to non-essential time wasters like social media or mindless TV? The book Essentialism by Greg McEwen is a really good read if you're not sure what is actually essential in your life and what's not. Start with saying no to yourself first regarding these simple habits, like how much time you're spending on social media or watching TV. Then you'll increase your self-confidence to say no to other people. The second bucket is home. A big time waster for me was not cleaning up after myself. My husband has always been really good at cleaning up after himself, but I would just leave my stuff around saying I'll do it later. Once I realized that was not serving my future self or setting my future self up for success, I knocked it off. I created a system for myself to have the house picked up before I left for work and before the kids went to bed. That way our house never gets too out of control. I also enlist my almost three and five-year-old kids to pick up the house too. They are learning to pick up after themselves so I don't have to. Another time saver for me. Who wants to cook in a kitchen that's a mess? Who wants to work out in the basement if there are clothes all over the floor that need to be folded first? No one. I realized that if I picked up throughout the day in small increments, keeping the house clean didn't take as much time or energy as when I let it get to the point where it looked like a bomb went off in our house and I had to put all of the pieces back together. The other thing I stopped doing was so much laundry. I was doing my laundry twice as often as I really needed to just because I had the habit of doing it on the weekends. Now I wear clothes until they're actually dirty and wait until the laundry really needs to be done. Another thing I stopped doing was putting makeup on every day or wearing work clothes when I don't have to. If I'm not recording a video or interview, I am in workout clothes or sweats. 
why wear more clothes or makeup than needed. If you're in a place to have a housekeeper help with some of the cleaning, that can also save you time and energy. Maybe a time waster for you is sifting through all the clothes that don't fit you or that you don't wear. Donate them and simplify your wardrobe. Say no to the clothes that you don't feel great in and simplify your mornings. Or maybe you clean your home more often than it really needs to be cleaned. How could that time be better spent on your health? Another way I started saving time was to completely stop checking my personal email. I have almost 2,000 unread and unanswered emails in my personal inbox. I probably just gave some of you a mini heart attack. What many don't realize is that what goes in tandem with saying no and creating stronger boundaries around your time is getting over the fear of missing out and the fear of criticism. Both are required parts of this time management journey. Now, I keep my work email very clean, but let go of that fear of missing out on anything in that personal inbox. People who need to know, know that if they need to reach me to use my phone number or work email. So where in your home are you not using your time as wisely as it could be? Where are you wasting it? Time is your most precious resource, so please use it wisely. The next bucket was extracurricular activities. I love the saying, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Busy is so glorified in our society, and it's something that my husband and I actively resist for ourselves and our kids. I used to teach jazzercise, and after I had my son and started this business, that had to go. It took too much mental energy. I stopped going to our local PEO meetings because they're at seven at night, and that's bedtime for our kids and wind down time after that for me. We were in a life group at church that met Friday nights at seven, but because of that bedtime and downtime, we slowly let that go. We still go to church on Sunday and we love connecting with people from that life group, but we had to stop the regular commitments. We've said no to starting a life group and going to another life group to guard our margin time as a family. If we aren't strong as a family, we don't have much to give to other families. For us, that margin time is so precious and we need it to invest in our own marriage and relationships with our children. I used to call my friends a lot more than I do now. For a few of them, we are very intentional to meet up about once a quarter and we get to catch up all we want to then. For me, it makes it more meaningful when the relationship is more intentional. It's more scheduled and less spontaneous, but I don't try to keep in touch with everyone anymore. And that includes via Facebook. I rarely look at Facebook to just see what's going on in other people's lives. I rarely post pictures of my kids because their life is no one else's business and I don't care about keeping up appearances. Another example of getting over the fear of missing out and a big way to save time. So where in your life are you engaging in extracurricular activities that in this time or season of life don't light you up? Are you offering help when it's not needed or asked just because you like to be helpful when your time could be used in another way that you'd enjoy more? Make a list of all of your extracurricular activities and circle the ones that you really love and enjoy. Then find a way to gracefully reduce your time commitment to the rest and then reinvest that time back into your essential activities, including your health. The last bucket was work. This one is the hardest for most people, including myself. We tend to get a lot of fulfillment and a sense of accomplishment from our work. 
It makes us feel useful and that's great. But are you working too much? Is your drive to succeed at work balanced with the needs of your family and health? For years, I was working too much and my drive to succeed was far out of balance with the needs of my husband and kids. I had to start saying no to working in the evenings most of the time and on the weekends. To help with this, I set up an automated email responder that's on all of the time and lets people know when they can expect to hear from me. I started leaving my laptop out of sight and moved my email off of the front screen of my phone to the back so that I'd have to scroll to see the app. And I turned all email notifications off so that I wouldn't be activated to want to check them when I was home with my family. I have so many ideas for Zivli that won't manifest for years. I have to say no to 99 out of 100 of my ideas to stay focused on the best ones and balanced with my health and relationships. So what work-related activities are you doing that are not essential? This is especially important to consider if you are in any level of management. How can you make your meetings more efficient? How can you remove non-essential activities from people's schedules? How can you streamline systems and processes to make things more efficient, not less? How can you batch your email checking time so you're not constantly task shifting throughout the day? I've just touched the tip of the iceberg when it comes to time management. Saying no to non-essential activities and creating boundaries around your time and activities to create more margin and energy for yourself. We hope this episode sparked some ideas of ways you can divert your time and energy towards your weight loss and health goals. If it did, be sure to let us know in the comments, subscribe to this YouTube channel, follow the podcast if you're listening on there, and share it with a friend. Thanks for listening to the Reshape Your Health podcast today. To learn more about Zivli, our online course and coaching program to reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention, check out our website at www.zivli.com. That's Z-I-V-L-I.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a rating and review on your listening platform and share it with a friend. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.